The shutdown of research at the Experimental Lakes area comes as Canada's conservative government is making big changes in environmental policy. Peter O'Neill is the Ottawa correspondent for the Vancouver Sun. He's been reporting on these developments. Tell us exactly what's going on there, Peter. We understand that some of the changes are contained in Canada's new budget, a budget that just passed against the objections of a lot of the country's environmental activists. What are they upset about? Well, the budget, Lisa, is one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen in my life. It's 425 pages. It's hard to pick up. It changes 70 pieces of legislation. But the one thing that has people's blood boiling are the various changes to, for instance, environmental reviews, the Fisheries Act, species at risk, and it's taking away the authority of a particular uh, agency to rule on major projects like pipelines to the West Coast. Give us one particular example of something that has a certain sector of the population uh, upset. The fisheries is the one I'm most interested in because uh, the Conservative government in Canada right now, they're rather angry at President Obama for postponing the Keystone uh, XL pipeline to the Gulf Coast. So anyway, they want to build a pipeline like the Keystone all the way to the West Coast to sell oil sands crude to China. And this pipeline will go over 1,000 waterways, some of them very rich salmon-bearing streams to Kitimat on the West Coast, which is right in the middle of a protected Great Bear rainforest. So they're very concerned that these laws that have been changed will allow the company to build this pipeline over these streams and hurt the fish and the fish habitat because the government has literally taken the term habitat out of the key section. The government says it is streamlining and that the environmental standards themselves will not be compromised. Is this part of a pragmatic economic strategy well, a big part of this is economics. Canada, like the everyone in the world, is in a precarious financial situation. So Harper is trying to expand trade to Asia, which is booming, and they want our natural resources. So they want to build these pipelines, get this oil off to Asia, and they think that that will boost the Canadian economy in time for the 2015 federal election. So there's an economic driver here. A lot of this is coming amid growing friction between the government of Canada and environmentalists there. The government has accused some environmental groups of taking foreign money to, quote, hijack the country's economy. What's it referring to? Well, it's rather bizarre, Lisa. There is a blogger in Vancouver who has written for the newspaper I write for on occasion who has concocted this uh, conspiracy theory that environmental groups are being funded by U.S. trusts as part of a conspiracy to block oil sands exports to Asia to advance the U.S. economy. And the Harper government has really grasped this, as as have a lot of people in the uh, resource sector. And they've said, aha, this is proof that the environmental groups are against the Canadian interest. Where do Canadians themselves stand? I mean, this is a a government that has been elected and re-elected by Canadians. Is there any kind of a groundswell one way or another on these issues? I haven't really seen it, Lisa. We see pockets of it, like the protest yesterday here in Ottawa. Canadians uh, are electing the Harper government because it is viewed as the most competent to deal with the economy. But in my province of British Columbia, which is the third biggest province in Canada, the Conservatives have lost about 10 or 15 points in the polls since the election. And that suggests that the Harper government may be paying a price 
for its actions against environmentalists and, according to the critics, against the environment. All right. Thank you. Peter O'Neill, Ottawa correspondent for the Vancouver Sun. Cheers.